day one was the day you guys got the hate text. We yeah. did. I sent some crying emojis. Very early in the morning too. We yeah. were laughing. But... Yeah, I was not. So going for a hydration facial is going to pay real skin dividends. And it's um, relaxing. I know, super relaxing. Like treat yourself. To be honest, a good all-purpose uh, product is your vitamin A, which can kind of do all the things you, you want it to do, the anti-aging, the stimulating the collagen and elastin production, the stabilising your pigment cells. Um, so if, if um, it was up to me, I'd probably just use vitamin A. Hello and welcome back to Get Lippy, the podcast that is lifting the lid on all things beauty. As always, I'm Carly Allman, editor of beautycrew.com.au. I'm Sally Hunwick, beauty director on Murray Claire. And I'm Bettina Tyrrell, beauty editor on InStyle Australia. Guys, we've got a good episode simply because if you remember, I was issued a challenge last week. Oh, and we got... remember. <laughs> <laughs> I You've remember... been reminding us all week. We've been getting hate texts you from you. <laughs> hate texts from <laughs> It's true. But before we get to that, let's cover off what else we're going to be talking about today. Sal, you had a really good listener question that you're answering about facials and if it's worth it. Yes, you're correct. Whether facials, anti-aging facials are worth the money. Yes. And then, guys, because you have been hounding us with skincare questions, we brought in a derm. So we're going to be sitting with Dr. Rhonda Harvey and she's going to be answering most of, because we couldn't fit in all, there were just so many, most of your skincare questions. But let's, let's get to it, guys, because I have a lot to say about my beauty challenge. Beauty challenge. Oh, I like that. Last week, I challenged Carly to go for a week without using heat styling tools in her hair because I know that she styles her hair every single day with heat. I do. And I also know that under that gorgeously styled, smooth hair, she's got some cute little ringlets that are just dying to come out. And I know she loves to keep them at bay. And (laughs) so I knew it would be a hard challenge for her. But I think it's a, a big thing that a lot of women and a lot of you listeners out there would be trying to do is like tame those curls and kind of hide them away and but you know what in the nature of let's be natural and let's embrace our natural texture I wanted Carly to be the guinea pig for all of us yeah and we gave you some products we gave you some products we helped so Carly how did it go before I get into it I think I wanted to explain because if you heard me last episode I I sounded more than less than impressed and to give you guys some context about why that is it's because I have naturally curly hair, always have, and I've just never embraced the texture. Even when I was younger, I just was always making efforts to smooth and straighten my hair. And it's funny, when I was growing up, and my mum and I still um, use this term, Bettina, you're a curly head gal, so you could relate to this maybe, is that, you know, you get those like fuzzy little bits around your hairline that like flick out. I used to call them my wings, and it was always my effort to smooth my wings. And that's why I've just... I've never connected with my curly hair. I'd call those my horns. Your horns? Okay. Wings is way cuter. I was going to say mine's a bit more angelic. <laughs> yeah, mine were like little like horns. Devil. They're kind of like horns. No, they're devil devil, horns. devil horns. No, I had angelic wings. Um, so that's why I kind of... You were less than impressed. That's why I was less than impressed because I've never... In fact, I don't even know if you were really talking to us I was No, I wasn't <laughs> talking to you through it. Anyway, so this, and the concerns that I had with the challenges, I have in the past tried to embrace my natural texture but I've never come out successful and I've always just wrapped it up in a bun and so for you guys to go do a week of it I was just like oh shit how am I going to do that my biggest fear is um and please google this if you don't know who I'm talking about is that I would end up looking like Weird Al Yankovic how he's he's got the like the flat top and the like big curls at the bottom is the triangle so 
anyone with natural texture to their hair who washes and wear knows that it can go so rogue. Bettina, you'll know this is yep. if you at one moment you can be like, oh, this is going really well. This is this is going to be a good vibe, and then an hour later it's fully dried and it's not a vibe. Every it gets day. bigger. I could do anything. Oh. <laughs> it it's so affected. Like your hair is so affected by the the weather humidity, and yeah. humidity, mm. and like what you've done that morning, and like what you've put in it. And it's just really, it's a different story every it's day. Di- exactly. So you gave me the challenge. I was forced to accept, and so I decided that I would do some actual research ahead because, like I said, I've never really embraced my curls, so I didn't really know what to do. It's a whole new you. Also, just to let you know, um, because we can't post pictures in the show notes, I'll post pictures in our Facebook group. I have been keeping a daily diary. Um, So if you're not in the the group already, please join at Get Lippy Podcast. I'll post pictures once this episode goes live. So back to my pre-challenge research. What do I do? So I found out that... A real big no-no is um, brushing your hair after you've washed your hair, so when you get out the shower. Um, Also, rough drying with a towel because that leads to fuzziness. Um, Also, products. Products can help, um, like when your hair is wet, styling products. So those were the big things. I was like, all right, this is a good starting point for me, and then the rest was kind of learn as I go (laughs) what worked for me and what didn't. Okay, so do you want to hear day one? Oh, yes. Day one. Day one was the day you guys got the hate text. We yeah. did. I sent some crying emojis. <laughs> Very early in the morning too. We yeah. were laughing. But. Yeah, um, I was not. So <laughs> I, think I wa- you did a good first day. Thank you so very tell much. Us, tell us okay, so here's what I did. I washed my hair with my assigned Aveda shampoo and conditioner, and as instructed by the internet, I combed my conditioner and um, when my hair was still wet in the shower. When I got out, I used a microfiber towel to just squeeze the moisture out. No rubbing because the rubbing is what caused fuzzy. And that makes sense because you're kind of like the friction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your best bet is like once it starts drying, you just don't touch, touch it. Anyway, then it came to styling. So now, Bettina, I know that you assigned me the Orbe Silk and Ink Cream, but I mm-hmm. went a little bit rogue. I tried on my first day the um, – it's called a Curl Jelly for shine and definition. And I'd seen – Is that from the same range? Same range. The reason that I did that was because I'd seen on Instagram someone had reviewed it. And her hair looked quite nice. I was like, yeah, that's a vibe I'm going for. My issue is that it didn't really – it's like a gel. And it didn't tell me how much to use. So I was just like, um, don't know. I just – you know when you get a new product and it's got that plastic thing at the top and product sticks to the plastic thing of a tub? I just kind of wiped my hand on that and that's how much I used. That could be quite a lot. That could be a lot. Well, it turns out it was. <laughs> it turns okay. Out it was because I had some crunchy bits and that was All one right. of my biggest fears of like previously when I tried to do wash and when like used mousse, you know, and you get the crunchy bits Ooh, and you feel like it's – 90s crunchy, yeah. crispy And I do girl. think on day one – and don't take this the wrong way because this was an experiment. Mm. It, you were a little bit heavy on the product. I was heavy on the yes. product because I didn't yeah. know how much to use. So learning curve. It's – started to dry and I was seeing all this curl and it like bounced up and this is when I guys I actually had like this existential crisis like I was just like who is this girl I don't who are you Carl I didn't I I remember you came to work and you were like I didn't know what to wear today like I don't know who this girl is well I wore animal print because (laughs) (laughs) I'm wild (laughs) I'm living on the edge I just, I just, I felt like a different human. I was questioning all my life choices up until this point. And who would have thought that like your hair, like just gives you so much of your identity. Anyway, how did it go in the day? Anyone listening probably doesn't care about my existential crisis or the attention I was receiving. They probably want to hear about the end result of the curls. Yes. Guys, it was good. The the jelly made it a little bit um, 
crunchy, but the shape was good. The shape was the good. shape was good. The curls and were you, good. The and curls you didn't were good. Have frizz. I was impressed. I by didn't, you. Have, you didn't frizz. have frizz. I didn't have weird Al Yankovic no, shape no. going on. No, no, it was good. Like nine out of ten to the products that I used to give my curls some shape and definition and minimize fuzziness loses a point. My own error for using too much. All I'm right. really curious to know what, how you went on day two because once you sleep on that curl, mm-hmm. what, it, anything can happen when you wake up in the morning. It could be all over the place and you're like, oh, I just have to wet it and start again. So you how did look you look like go? a contestant on Survivor. So I did. That's how I So feel. I did. <laughs> so I, did. I went to the gym so my hair was up and then I slept and I woke up and it was not it was not a wake up and wear situation. So you gave thank you for thinking of second day. I had the the Playa New Day hair mist. And so what I did was I spritzed that. I didn't go like hell for the le- leather with that because it's not like a water. It's more like a hairspray styling product. So I didn't want to add too much grit. But it kind of added a bit of moisture to my hair so that I could kind of like scrunch it back up. Mm-hmm. So I layered it. I scrunched it back up. I put some dry shampoo at the roots because it's a bit oily. Um, I used um, the brand is Hair Story. It's a powder. It was... I used it because it's translucent and I didn't want to use a dry shampoo that I had to massage in. Mm-hmm. So um, it was a, a, a powder? It was a powder, a I translucent like the powder. I'm into the powder. It was a bit gritty, like but you know what? It mm-hmm. worked. Um, so, yeah, I did that, scrunched it up. I didn't like it. Again, I have pictures. I put it in the group. Um, you guys preferred the curls on the second day to first day. Um, I thought it looked a little – like it had straightened out at the ends. But anyway, it was good. It worked. I still got compliments. I can only assume people weren't kissing my ass. I was desperate to throw it into a bun at the end of the day. Here are some other things that happened during the week, because I'm not going to go through day by day, guys. This is probably getting boring. Yes. Um, but if anyone who's considering going... What about today? Today's so, looking good. I really... Yes, I okay, think today so is a winner. I, I washed my hair and I tried a different styling product, which is the one Bettina originally gave me from the same Orbe range. This is the Silkening Cream. Mm-hmm. It's lighter. It's more balmy. It's more creamy. Again, I didn't know how much to apply. didn't say in the packaging, but it gave me more... More of a bouncy curl, wouldn't you it's, say? It was it's cute. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I, you've got a really nice curl today. Thank I joined you. Carly with it on the challenge, and I for her one day for my one day, mm. and I. It's in a ponytail now. It's and whose hair is still out? Carly's is still out. Carly's but still I joined Carly today on the challenge, and I used. <laughs> I used. <laughs> Give me a medal, guys. <laughs> I, she wore it until 10 a.m. I wasn't even part of this challenge. Your hair I was wasn't even dry. Going. Your hair wasn't even fully dry when you put it up in the <laughs> That's not true. And I got rain stuck in the rain. So yeah. my hair looked like I'd been at the beach and not in a good way as well. So, Well, maybe you should have used this cream because I used the same cream this morning and I have actually – so I would say that my hair is wavy, like – Lots of kind of tight waves. Yep. I had like I had Carly's curls. I had full on ringlets. I think you did. this product is really, really, really impressive. Like so, you uh, like like, so. like like your other product. You put it into wet, wet hair and kind of scrunch it in, or however you want to apply it, and let it dry. I scrunched it in and just let it dry, and I didn't feel didn't feel like I had any product in my hair, um, but I had this like incredible curl. That yeah. I've never kind I of would, really experienced. I would call this a true curl enhancer. Like yeah. that's yeah. that's not not to tame. It's good. It's, Your yeah. curls and they're defined and then they're not fuzzy. And they're not crispy. No. And they look your totally best curl. Natural, definitely your best curl today. Well I'll, I'll put up all my curl looks on the Facebook the group. Seven and you day can experiment vote. has okay. worked wonders. So let's talk about my verdict. Am mm-hmm. I a convert? No. I'm not a convert to curly hair, but I'm more open now to doing wash and wear, this kind of get forced me into something that I've always put off, which is learning how to tame my curls. And so yeah. it was a good it was a good exercise. 
Um, love, hate you guys for it because <laughs> it was. Do you think it's going to be good for summer? Will you it will be good for yeah. summer because yeah. I hate heat styling in summer, but I also hate my hair. So I always just do like a low bun. So I think it was a great exercise. It's something I will do more. And now I know kind of how to manage a bit more. And so I thought that if anyone who's listening is inspired by my challenge and wants to embrace their texture, I have some take-home tips for you. So I've kind of mentioned them, but I'll recap. Comb your hair with a wide tooth comb in the shower. Don't do it when you're out. Don't rough your, dry your hair with a towel. Squeeze out the moisture. Use curl-enhancing products. I was very surprised um, the difference of using products that are formulated to enhance curls as opposed to just my regular routine and just leaving my hair to dry without products. I think it really – it's not a gimmick thing that it's like, yeah, you need this. They work. They work. So I think look into products that can help you and especially something that can help reshape second-day curls. I found that was a big help to to have a product that would reshape second day. And then I guess my last take-home tip is embrace it. Yes, it was super weird and still is seeing myself in a way that I'm not used to, but it's good. It's it's who I am naturally. So if you just embrace your natural texture. Absolutely. I like it. I like it. Well done, Carly. We know it was hard for you. <laughs> well done. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> you can pick up your strainers tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, guys. It's, it's, She'll be back to straight It's going to be smooth tomorrow. You best believe it. But at least you won't be getting hate texts from me anymore. Um, well, we kind of like them at 7 a.m. I'm sure you do. Well, up next, Sal is going to be telling us if facials are worth it. So, girls, my family are major fans of Get Lippy, as I have mentioned before. I love that. We even have a WhatsApp Get Lippy fan club. (gasps) Do you? Yes. Oh, I love that. I'm going to force my family to do that now. (laughs) And my sister, especially my sister, she lives in London and she's always asking me a million questions. So I thought (laughs) I'd throw her a bone and ask answer one of her questions. Oh, that's nice. Which is, are facials worth the cost? If so, what are the best anti-aging ones that I should look out for? It's a good question. Good question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's worth throwing her a bone for that one because I yeah. think a lot of people, their ears are pricking up going, ooh, tell me. Well, the short answer is yes. I definitely think mm. a facial is Agreed. worth the money. Agreed. And I think regular facials will give you not only instant benefits but long-term benefits into the future. So if you are new to facials, I think – I would go for a decadent, relaxing hydration facial. We dismiss hydration all the time. We just we're always thinking about the serums the and the, the extras ones. and the uh, you know the all the active ingredients that we can put on our skin. But actually, hydration is one mm. of the best ways we can keep our skin plump and wrinkle free. Mm. It's key. It's really, really key. So going for a hydration facial is going to pay real skin dividends. And it's um, relaxing. I know, super relaxing. Like treat yourself. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is the proper, like, that is the relaxing facial, isn't it? That's, mm. It's not the one with the, they're not going to pull and poke and prick and jab and laser your face. They're no. just going to really massage. Oh, and that massage like is not only super relaxing and super good for your well-being and your mind. It's also really good for detoxing the skin, mm. for recontouring and just moving out that fluid that can be stuck in your skin so you get puffy eyes, you know, puffy around the jawline. They can really work those toxins out. And so you'll walk out of the salon feeling really rejuvenated and your skin will look radiant, hydrated and super glowy. 
Try something like the Endota New Age Customised Facial, which can be tailored to your skin needs. These guys are all over the country, so you'll be able to find one that's close by to you. Or you can just go to your local facialist and look out for words like the hydration facial or signature facial. Those are the kind of facials that are going to offer you a lot of hydration benefits and that beautiful, really relaxing, super detoxing facial massage. Now, what about the more serious ones? So if you want to step it up a little Mm. bit, you could go for something like LED. Now, LED stands for light-emitting diodes, and these are non-invasive coloured lights which can address your skin concerns at a cellular level. There are different machines which do different things, um, but many have red light, and red light is amazing at boosting collagen production and accelerating wound healing and leaving skin looking super radiant immediately afterwards. There is also blue light, which is a great antibacterial and works at killing the bacteria that causes acne. So it's a great one if you have congestion. There are also uh, some machines have a whole spectrum of color, like they might have yellow light, which is great for calming redness in the skin, and green, which really helps counteract hyperpigmentation. The best thing about this treatment is it can be added on to your other treatments. You might want it after something a bit more invasive to sort of calm and soothe the skin, or it's amazing for a lunchtime facial because it takes about 30 minutes. So you can be in, out, and back at your desk within an hour. Easy peasy. But the thing is, hey, Sal, that with, I mean, I guess with any of these facials, it's about being consistent. It's not like a a one hit and you're done, right? Well, I think you could do an LED or you could have one of these facials before a, before a big event and you will look good and you yes. will have that immediate radiance. Mm. But, yes, if you want to really keep it consistent, do six yeah. every six, even eight weeks, mm. and you'll be getting some long-term yeah, results. Yeah, you're trying to get rid of – if you're tackling some pigmentation or yeah. some fine lines or things yeah, like exactly. that, you need, yeah, you need to kind of consistent effort with that, yeah. Even every four weeks is ideal, but, mm. you know, it does cost money, so you can spread it out to six and eight. Then the other thing that's is a big, big trend at the moment is microneedling. Mm. Yes. Very into it. And you guys both love it, don't yeah. you? Yeah. I had the Dermapen. I was sceptical and I loved it sick. My skin yeah. looked so good. It's so good. And the reason is because it's creating micro damage, which is stimulating wound healing, which produces collagen, which in the end makes your skin look radiant, glowy, and it's super good for addressing fine lines, for scarring, and for skin texture. Um, You will have a little bit of downtime. Yeah, what's the downtime? Yeah, it does depend on – you can get different um, levels of needle, like different depths. So the, the, the deeper you go, the more red you're going to become. And most facialists will say no makeup for a couple of days, maybe three days afterwards. So really do be mindful of that and don't have something, a really big event coming up in the next couple of days. I'd definitely push it a week out. When I I had the the Dermapen treatment um, that night, like don't speak to me. I was just like at home. My face was like red. Yeah, you're red. Dry. Uh, The next day a little bit dry, but like it had calmed down heaps um, and she said that I could wear – um, makeup that was maybe a bit more like natural or organic. Or like um, a mineral shield yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that you yeah. could probably get away with. And I think the next day, I think the next day you're good. You definitely look much more radiant. Your mm. skin looks clearer. You just look like, it looks like all of your collagen is literally multiplied. It's like a little kid, you know. It's yeah. just like sped up and you just look glowy. You look really healthy. I'd say it was like maybe five days and my yeah. skin 
Like, I've never been more confident to not wear makeup. Laser is another That's a big, big trend at the moment, especially mm. in anti-aging facials. If you want to start out in laser, I would maybe recommend a non-invasive laser such as Laser Genesis. You can get Laser Genesis in a lot of different places around the country. And this is a no-downtime heat-based laser treatment which boosts collagen production, resulting in more youthful skin tone and much better texture. Um, this laser has become super popular and it's great for restoring skin tone and treating fine lines and wrinkles. Plus, it's actually really good for dealing with scars, so maybe acne, acne scarring and um, even large pores. So um, it's wow. it ticks yeah. a few boxes. Yeah, yeah it ticks a few boxes. But obviously, that was just super top line and just a few mm. of the um, anti-aging facials. 100% yeah, Sal. Yeah, get Thanks, into some Sal. facials. And before you get into facials, if you want to get into products, we have Dr. Rhonda Harvey, a dermatologist, answering all your skincare questions next. We have a Get Lippy Facebook group, and if you're not there, you can find us by searching Get Lippy Podcast on Facebook. And it's a really fun community with lots of sharing info and products and tips. Usually it's just me posting pictures of myself and my beauty dilemmas. <laughs> all, all that. So on there, on our Facebook group, we get a lot of questions from our Get Lippy listeners about skin and skincare. People are so obsessed with this topic. So we've called in an expert dermatologist Dr. Rhonda Harvey from Green Square Dermatology in Sydney to answer all of your skincare questions for you. Well, maybe not all of them, but some of the, the ones, ones we've we chosen. Could fit in, in one segment. <laughs> your burning questions. So welcome, Dr. Harvey. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. I'm going to get straight to it because we have only got you for a short amount of time and we've got a few questions to get through. So this is our first listener question. How do I layer day serums with chemical sunscreen when I've been told chemical sunscreen should be applied directly to clean skin? Your sunscreen is probably the most important thing that you put on your face in the morning and I would encourage you to do that first and apply it to clean skin. It takes about 10 minutes or so for the chemical sunscreen to actually work and then after that you can put on um, whatever you like. So would we kind of reserve those other products, so let's say like a vitamin C or your serums, would that be maybe save that for nighttime? It would be better if you could put it on at night time. It would be more effective. And uh, like I said, the sunscreen's the one that's going to be, do, be doing the heavy lifting during the day. Does it change the efficacy of, say, things like vitamin C if you're putting it on top of sunscreen? Does it not work as well? Um, no, the, the chemical sunscreens uh, basically need to uh, bind to your skin cells to be effective, um, but it doesn't actually um, change the penetration of those serums. But, um, yeah, you probably want to do put, uh, put your serums on at night uh, for better effectiveness, but it, it would be only a marginal change. And what about moisturiser? Do we put that on after, sun, after the sun, chemical sunscreen? Yes, I would definitely put it on after the chemical sunscreens, although there are some formulations that these days which have a moisturizer combined with a chemical sunscreen. We have one from a listener with sensitive skin. She said, I have sensitive skin and I have to be careful about the products I choose. Are there any obvious ingredients I should avoid? So with sensitive skin and, and most skin, I would always say try and find something which is soap-free and also fragrance-free. But uh, for people who have sensitive skin, um, do try and find those products um, and and. They can be. Uh, they don't have to be super expensive. Um, they are uh, clearly labelled at pharmacies these days. Um, there are some stronger agents that they may want to avoid. Um, people with sensitive generally are going to be a little bit more reactive to vitamin A type products, um, and particularly uh, prescription strength vitamin A products, which are like retinoids. 
And I have a question about vitamin C. Uh, what are some ingredient alternatives if I don't want to use vitamin C? A facialist told me that vitamin C could be the cause of my congestion, but I still want something that helps brighten and even out skin tone and at the same time has antioxidant benefits. Does such a thing exist? Um, so first of all, the vitamin C causing some congestion, um, you may want to change the base or find a vitamin C which is put in a different base to what you're using as it's generally the base that is causing your congestion. Some of them can be a little bit uh, too occlusive and can kind of uh, bring out your acne, for instance. So it might be oil-based or something like that? Correct. Um, the second part of this question about the brightening and evening out skin tone, um, look, you can achieve those uh, kind of things with uh, other uh alternatives such as uh, nicotinamide or vitamin B3 can um, assist with that. Um, there's also some uh, licorice-based things that can brighten and uh, even out skin tone in, in terms of reducing pigmentation. Um, uh, vitamin A is a pigment stabilizer, so that can also help your tone and, and brighten things as well. Um, so you could use vitamin B3 or vitamin A as an alternative. Speaking of all those ingredients, Dr. Harvey, this is our next question. Which products should not be used together? For example, can vitamin C be laid with vitamin B3? And which products work well with one another when it comes to layering? Look, uh, there are some agents which can uh, be too strong for the skin, particularly if they have a strong keratolytic effect. So I, I probably wouldn't combine vitamin C with vitamin A. Uh, but vitamin C and uh, nicotinamide or vitamin B3 would be uh, work fine together. Um, to be honest, a good all-purpose uh, product is your vitamin A, which can kind of do all the things you, you want it to do, the anti-aging, the stimulating the collagen and elastin production, stabilizing your pigment cells. Um, so if if um, it was up to me, I'd probably just use vitamin A. But would did, you just use that at night time? Mm, absolutely, right. at night time. All the other serums and just a, vitamin A. Absolutely. Wow. Vitamin a. You wow. heard it here yeah. first. We actually had another question that I saw pop up on the Facebook group about vitamin A. If you're using vitamin A or retinol or retinoid, should you still be, I mean, I, I imagine your answer might be no after that <laughs> response, but should should you still be exfoliating? Um you generally don't need to be exfoliating with the vitamin A because it's, it does that chemically for mm. you. Um, and it, it, it can actually be a bit strong if you're given a prescription strength vitamin A cream. So you probably don't need to exfoliate. Right. All we need is A. Oh, my God, That's my it. mind's blown. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I say this every time yeah. I speak to an expert. and I'm like, I thought I knew everything and now I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so another question we had, which I thought was quite interesting, um, because it is so common, but it seems quite unique, is how do I combat an oily nose when the rest of my face is dry? So, again, I, I choose a uh, very uh, gentle cleanser, a cleanser which is soap-free and fragrance-free. Uh, but then you could target the um, oiliness by, again, my magic cream, vitamin A, <laughs> <laughs> and leaving it off the rest of the face. The other magic thing it does is actually it shuts down the uh, glands that uh, produce all the oils on your face as well. So that's how it actually targets the, that oiliness on your nose. What one of the listener questions we received was, what is the best thing for acne scarring? How can okay. we combat that? So th the first thing that you need to do is get assessed for your acne scarring because a lot of the time it is actually skin staining. It's the color marks that are left from the skin and they and after those are lifted, the 
the texture of the skin is actually quite nice and you don't actually have much scarring. So they may be um, thinking that they have scarring and they actually don't. They, they, need an, um, they might just need a cream to lighten those colours out of the skin. Then after a proper assessment for scarring, there are different types of acne scars. Sometimes you, ne- you may need little surgical interventions to uh, remove the scars. Sometimes um, lasering may be uh, the best uh, for your scars, and sometimes it may be some localised fillers for the scars as well. So there are different types, of, and some people might have a combination of all three too, but um, there isn't the one magic laser for everyone, unfortunately, and there is no one magic uh, skincare product for everyone scarring either. So if you've got a real problem, you should really get assessed by a professional. That's right. right. Dr. Harvey, every guest we have here at Get Libby headquarters, we always ask them the same question. What's the one thing you get lippy about? I would say the one thing that everyone should have is a SPF 50 plus sunscreen, which has been approved with an Australian New Zealand standard. And just make sure you put that on your face every day, rain, hail or shine. Um, and that would that's the thing that's going to carry you through. Great. I like that. We talk about sunscreen a lot, so it's we nice love to sunscreen have sunscreen here. Oh, good. A pro backing sunscreen us up. and retinol. That's sunscreen and retinol. <laughs> yeah, have your retinol on. Well, thank no, you. That, that's seriously all you need. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Um, and everyone, stock up your cupboards with some sunscreen and retinoids. <laughs> Thanks so much. All right, guys, we've covered a lot. We covered a lot of skin. We covered my identity crisis. (laughs) There's a lot for everyone to absorb, so we'll let you get on with your days. Thank you for listening. Please make sure that you go rate, review, subscribe. Let us know you're listening. Check out Carly's pictures. Oh, my God, yeah, go to the Facebook group. (laughs) I will try and remember as soon as this episode goes live to post all my pics so you can troll me on the internet. Please don't. (laughs) Anyway, let us know you're listening. Upload some screenshots of the episode you're listening to. Tag us on Instagram. I'm at Carly. Allman. I'm at Sally Hunwick. And I'm at Bettina Tyrrell. We made it easy for you guys to remember. Until next time, see you later. See Bye. ya.